favorite girls on the planet, <laughs> Margaret Ross, Style the Girl. We've got Adam Andrus here on sound. Is everything good, Adam? All right. He's like, yes. <laughs> we are so excited. It's the holiday season. Already. Can't believe it. And you and your family are so beloved by so many on social media. Thank We've you. known each other for what, five or six At years? Five to six years. Yes. And um, <sighs> you have blossomed and. You've had a baby, a couple babies <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> and you share your adventures with your family, and you are as lovely in person as you appear to be online, Gosh, and you. I think that that's so what living the authentic life is, and um, you share so much of your story, uh, but the most exciting recent adventure was you guys just came back from Disney. We did, yes. I officially celebrated my 35th birthday three ah! days ago. Ah! So it was exciting. I told my husband, I actually went for my fifth birthday. My parents took me and I said, you know what? Why don't we celebrate my 35th with my own family this time around? And we had the most amazing time. Literally from sunup to sundown, we were at Disney the whole time, and the kids loved it, and we loved it, and our legs came back really tired, so it was awesome. <laughs> Did you do your counting of your steps? Did you get like 15,000 yes, steps or something? Oh, we probably went like 25. Oh my God, that's yes. crazy. Yes, well, and, and that was on like a kind of a slow day. When we were at Magic Kingdom, we were there from 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., so we went 12 hours, and we were just going, well, I mean, the kids probably did 100 steps. Well, you know, Diego <laughs> yeah. and I, are, they're just enjoying the stroller while we're pushing, you know, a good 70 pounds. <laughs> but it's a workout. And it you is. share all of that and kind of, because um, I remember when we took Bella to Disney, there's quite a journey in like organizing yes. it and figuring out where to stay yes. and where to go. And, and it might've helped too, the timing of the year but you were saying that you post all of that on your blog so you can give tips to people of like how to book your dinners yep. and did you see Disney princesses? Kind of tell yes. us a little bit about that journey. So now it's actually really nice. So I think with COVID things changed a lot. Um, Sophia and I actually went on a girl's trip in May. We skipped the last day of school and we just did a trip, me and her to Disney. And in May it was very different. Like there was maybe a couple parades. You couldn't see anybody. There was no meet and greets. Um, now it's different and you can actually meet the characters at a distance. So mm -hmm. there would be either some kind of railing or they would be in the house somewhere you could at least see them and enjoy them and hear them speak which is very much what you experience at Disney especially as a child because you want to feel that love from the characters that you watch on television um, but I post everything on social media I have a little highlight from every day that we were there and I put tips inside there while I'm there so it's mm -hmm. easy and on the go and when I get back home, hello. Yeah, Grace Shelley's coming to see yes, us. Yes, <laughs> I see, girl. Um, I always come home and I do a blog post. So mm -hmm. that way I can have it in a very formal format. Mm -hmm. So it's easy. And if anybody asks questions, I can just say, here's the link to my blog post. Oh, Wait, I know. You taste my amazing your, lotion, don't I know. you? Or my get puppies. Back. Exactly. <laughs> so um, you um, share so much of your life and being... Um, I think of it as more of my business is there, but I find that when I share personal, people get more engaged, but yeah. then sometimes there's kind of a downside to that. I feel like there's yes. so much opinions out there, and you and I have talked about We've that. We just talked about that recently, yes. Yes, so kind of share some of that 
journey yeah. with us? Well, I think on social media, in the beginning, it was, you didn't feel nervous to kind of say what you wanted. I feel like over the last maybe three years, people mm -hmm. have been, it can be an aggressive state sometimes where, you know, especially in the last two years, there's a lot of differences of opinion and just life in general. And so if you say one thing out of, and a different thought of someone else, people will attack you on social media. Mm -hmm. And it could be something very basic. You know, I can, someone can tell me that they don't like the way that I, I part my hair in the middle versus, you know, parting it to the side or how I dress my children to, you know, me being in my 30s and liking to wear a crop top, you know, with a pair of jeans. People just have this assumption that because you're on social media that they can say whatever they want to you. That it's like, you put yourself on this platform um, so you're just, you're telling the world that it's okay, but it's not okay. You know, same thing with um, celebrities. They might love to sing and they're excited to share their talent with the world, but doesn't mean it gives you the personal right to tell them how to live their life just because that's not how you would do it. So it can be a struggle and even to this day, it can be hard for me when I get a negative message or a DM because I'm the type of person that I kind of let it fester. I'm mm -hmm. like, why would someone think that of me? You know, like, because they truly don't know me. If you know me, you knew that that's not my heart or whatever it is. But you kind of have to grow a thicker skin. You have to learn that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love um, that quote. Yeah, like sometimes they just maybe they're having a bad day and they're like releasing it out on you mm -hmm. or they have their own, you know, issues in their life. And you got to like try and learn to get it. Just brush it off. You know, and be like, have a great day. You know, I'm exactly. sorry that I'm not your cup of tea, but you don't have to follow me. You don't have to engage. You know, it, it is what it is. And some people will tell you that they're leaving you because of X, Y, Z. I'm like, it's not an airport. You don't have to tell me your departure. Just leave. Oh, you know? I love that. <laughs> that is so good. But yes. there aren't a lot of people departing. Tell us how yes. many followers you have. Um, I think I'm at 143 right now, 143,000, so. It's amazing. Yeah. And do you, um, I know you love it. I know that you shine when you're on it, but as yeah. somebody who's living this life at a, a different level, we have 33,000 <laughs> and we're excited here. No, but. But, um, but some days you're just not up for it, or yeah. some days you just don't even know um, how to pull it together and do it, but I feel like also people are resonating I hear from someone recently said what I love about you is you'll be on there without any makeup on in your workout clothes showing me how to tie an Irma's scarf yeah so do you do you notice what people connect with more than others 1000% so I feel a couple years ago maybe five years ago it was all about you had to be dressed up all the time. You had to be, your hair had to be done. Your makeup had to be done. You had to have your nails done, the really cute new outfit all the time. And I feel like once in the last two to three years, things started changing. Mm -hmm. People were living their authentic life. People were bloggers, anybody was showing them, uh, waking up in the morning, actually looking like how we all look in the morning, which is maybe not, you know, Perfect. Some bags under the eyes, yes. you know, like your hair is in a mess from sleeping. And I enjoy that because that is how all of us look like in the morning. We don't right. wake up and we're like, this is me. Hello. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's not real life. And slowly people were starting to share that. And I think people felt more comfortable doing it. And I too, I like to share what I like to see. I'm like, I'm going to show you my true life. When my kids are 
angry at me for, you know, not cutting the sandwich the right way. I will show that. The kids at Disney, my son ha was having little ten tantrums and people asked me, does he have tantrums? I'm like, absolutely. Here's a video of him screaming his head off because I wouldn't hold him for like the hundredth time in a day because my arm just can't handle it. Um, and it resonates because it's relatable. People yes. love being able to, because mm -hmm. I, I won't lie to you, there are some bloggers that I love them as people, but on social, I mean, it just doesn't seem very realistic to me. Right. I'm like, you have four kids and they're perfect all the time and they take these beautiful pictures and you're always looking stunning. I'm like, you don't have a bad day? Like, you never talk about a bad day or this and that. Like, I, I like to feel like I'm not, am, am I losing in this situation? Am I maybe not as good of a mom because I don't have my stuff together? And, um, and that's not it. Everybody, we're all a hot mess in, in certain ways. You know what I mean? And life brings you a balance from being a business owner to being a mother, to being a wife, to, you know, growing your aspirations. There's so much stuff, especially as a mom, we just put on our shoulders as a woman. Um, and I like that now we're, we're getting better into the age of life where we can feel okay, not always being in tip top, you know, shape, I guess you could say. Or perfect. All the time. Yes. We're imperfectly real. Yes. So um, when you started out as an influencer, were you, was this your side gig? Like, tell us how that yeah. evolved. So when I first started Style the Girl, I was working at Charming Charlie. So I oh, worked there wow. for. I don't know if I even knew that. Yes. I worked there for four years in their store operations department. Um, so when I went to school, I went to U of H, and uh -huh. I did a consumer science and merchandising degree. So I knew mm -hmm. I wanted to be in fashion. My whole, my end game was to either move to New York or L.A. And kind of like Elsie um, from Laguna Beach, she, you know, moved to L.A. She did work for magazines. That was kind of like my goal set. And then I met my husband. And he's an engineer, so engineers, Changes you know. a little bit. <laughs> yes. So I knew I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not going anywhere. Um because I knew he was the one I wanted to be with. And I was like, I needed to find other options here in Houston. And so we had a couple of options. You know, you had Charming Charlie, Academy, Francesca's, not too many, but you had options to work mm -hmm. in retail, but still have that ability to gain um, education in that field. And I luckily, um, Charming Charlie had just started. It was only maybe like two years old, I feel, mm -hmm. at that point. And one of my really good friends that I've known since I was little, she was in human resources. And I oh, said, wow. I was like, she's like, I think I have a position for you because she knows how much I wanted to work in. I was working at um, Buckle at the time in the Galleria. Mm -hmm. And I just was over retail. I had done retail since I was 14 or 15 years old. I was done with being in store. I right. wanted to kind of be on the back of house to kind of see how that worked too. And luckily I met with the VP at Charming Charlie for store operations and he hired me pretty much on the spot. And so my role when I first started was to kind of do a little bit of everything. He's like, I'm gonna have you work in store operations, but help every single field. So new store openings, um, visual merchandising, um, uh, communications, everything. And figure out in six months, tell me what you like the most and let's put you in that spot. Wow, yes, what an it was, amazing opportunity. It was the best opportunity and chance for my life. And it built the trajectory of where I was going and where I am today. Because I guarantee you, if it was any other business that was already kind of had their feet in the ground and the sand and already, mm -hmm. it, I wouldn't have they had the opportunity. They would have hired you for a role. A role, very specific, and not even give me the chance to kind of like show what I can do. Um, so I did that for six months and did a little bit of everything. 
And I mean, I helped make the very first visual manual for the entire company. I opened up stores. I, um, we would have managers and district managers and regional managers come and I would train, help train them and do all these things. It was phenomenal. Wow. And a little bit of everything. And within a year, I did, I was a communication coordinator. So I was in charge of, if stores had an issue, I, they would go through our website. I think it was called Opt Opturus or Optimist or something like that. But I was in charge of it all. So if everybody at corporate was not doing what they were supposed to do to help mm -hmm. the stores, like I mm -hmm. would be in charge kind of, you have to answer these messages. I see all these open tickets. You need to take care of them. So I was literally the middle person from the stores to the corporate office. And I think I did that for like a year and a half. And then we got a new uh, vice president. And usually when people kind of come on board, mm -hmm. they it changes, want their people. Yeah, mm -hmm. it changes the trajectory and of how things went. So at that time, they, we had two people in that role and they told me that my role was gonna be cut. And they're like, we have another option for you, but it's not gonna be what you really want. And so I had no other option, so I kind of stayed on. And I helped old stores for about six months kind of they were like the bad stores, the stores that had, if you remember Charming Charlie, it can yes. be very busy. It's all color coordinated, but it, it can be a hot mess if you don't take care of it because there's so much product put out to you at all times. And so we would go into stores and we would work 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. every single oh, day, God, a painful. different store every night in a different area. So we would do Austin, we would do four or five stores night shifts and pretty much within nine hours they wanted you to completely change the entire store and make it look like it was brand new it was probably the worst work experience i've ever had in my life because it was, it was almost just, setting you up for failure because there was no way to achieve yes and you try your success. best yeah and and the thing is too like they do these to the stores to help them but it's going to go straight back to how right. it was because it's all about the process. the process, who's working there to actually keep it the going. Employees. If you don't have the employees that they're mm -hmm. going to be like, oh, well, they, they fixed it for us. And then within like probably a month, it'll be back to exactly where we were in to begin with. So I did that for a few months and literally just traveled the whole entire country just doing this. And but can I stop you for a absolutely. second? Absolutely. That's so true of life is you can go yeah. in and you can fix the way it looks. But if you don't go in and fix the process in the way that everyone is connecting together, yes. it doesn't work. It doesn't. And at that time, too, we were growing so much. Like Charming yeah. Charlie was in all the magazines being the fastest growing company in the nation. And But even me at that point in time, just it didn't make sense because it was like you You're keep like, growing, but it, you need to slow down because then how are you going to take yeah. care of the the rest of the stores and the people and how are you going to support them um but within that they saw how i i was there every day i was there and i was you helping and yep. i showed up and so the people that didn't do that they were let go and luckily at that time they decided to bring on new roles so we had five uh, regional managers and they decided to make me the very first role as the first regional lead assistant so i took over the whole northeast so i was on wow. the name was dana and she was still probably one of my favorite bosses of all time. She, we did all of New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, like that whole area was her baby. And so even though I was in Texas, I helped her do all of her job there. 
and I also helped to hire on four other regional assistants to go for the Northeast, Florida. We were, there's five of us in total, but I was in charge of all of them to make sure that they needed anything, helped onboard them, teach them about the company, um, bring them to the corporate office and show them and let them meet everybody. These are all your teammates. These are who can help you be, cause it's, I mean, it's hard when you're by yourself in an office, you know, in yes, a different- you feel like an island. You feel like an island. And so we did that. I did that for maybe a year plus, and I kind of started to get burnt out. It was a lot. a lot. And thank was, God you didn't have kids then. We did not. Diego and I, literally, the we had just gotten married that summer in June, and then that following February was when I was like, I need to start looking for, or that that right after Christmas, I was like, I need to start mm -hmm. looking for something else because it was a lot of pressure, a lot of work. Also, not a lot of money. You know, you're constantly right. working, and in retail, like even though I work a eight to five, my stores wake up earlier because they're an hour mm -hmm. earlier. But then I still have to help the east, you know, the right. west coast because they're two hours behind. So if somebody has an issue, I have to help. Um, so that was hard. And so I told my husband, I told Diego, I was like, I think I need to look for something more. And that <clears throat> that January, and within Charming Charlie, is how kind of style the girl started is. Charming Charlie was amazing because you could wear whatever you want. Everybody was so stylish. You could dress up, dress down. It gave you the freedom versus like business casual. Right. Like it felt like something you saw on TV where, you know, you can wear, I could wear this to work technically if I really right. wanted to. Maybe a little bit longer shorts, but, and it was my start of styling and this and that kind of started even building more. And I always loved fashion. I always did. And in January, I told my husband, I was like, you know what? I think I want to start a blog. And he's like, a blog? Like, because at that time, this was, I've been blogging. It'll be eight years in January. So literally next and that month. Was a, that was right before it exploded or was that during the explosion? So Instagram, it, it was like, I think within that year of me starting was when it really started to boom. So like Got seven it. years ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I remember January 31st. 2000 and was that when did I get married? 2015 was the year that I started blogging. So eight years in January, and he's like, "Are you sure?" And I even had some girlfriends, um, one in specific, Leah. She's like, "I think you need to start a blog." She's like, "You love fashion. You this was at that time too on Instagram. You take your photos like this, so you never show your face. It would just be the outfit. Remember, remember oh. back in the day. Funny. And so you would never show your face. Um, so that was very much the thing." Yeah. And she's like, you need to, she goes, I want to see more of your outfits. She's like, get a blog so you can show more looks. So versus just seeing this, you can do some side shots, so some shoes. Because back then you couldn't, there was no carousel, there was no right, nothing. Right, it right. was like the one photo mm -hmm. um, in, you know, Valencia. You know, like, remember the, yes, yes. Valencia was a big one. <laughs> it was very yellow. Yes, yes, the shade the that you put on it. Oh, everything the, the was Valencia. Now I'm like, ah. Yes. Remember that uh, the song Selfie? Let's take a selfie. Are ah. we going to do it in Valencia or blah, 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 blah? There was like another one. And I was like. So funny. I was like, you know what? I'm Maybe I shouldn't. So I looked on WordPress. I kind of Googled some things. I'm like, what are some really good sites to use? And I went on some of my favorite bloggers' websites to figure out what they used. And I got WordPress. It was completely free. And so I started the blog. And my very first blog post was a trip that Diego and I, I surprised him a trip to LA and like Malibu for his birthday. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first little blog post, I guess you could say. And then it was just kind of like mirror shots, you know, in the beginning. And then it started going. And 
um, I think in March, I finally got another job working at a hedge fund. Mm -hmm. And it was perfect because the work-life balance was so much better. Right. And I, it allowed me to still have my love for fashion and all this, because it's my, my free time, you know? Mm -hmm. And have my work and also they paid much better than Charmaine Charlie, let's just be honest. So it was perfect because Diego and I just got married and we had planned on starting a family very soon. And literally we went to Europe that summer, got pregnant with Sophia. And so it was kind of a grand, great transition for me to do what I love, start a family. And then once we had Sophia, I didn't work anymore. I stayed at home. And I really got to put more of my focus onto the blog and into Style the Girl and everything like that. So the, it kind of just escalated from that point. So. And it's so comprehensive. I think people, um, we've talked about this too, just, oh, blogger girls, they're so narrow-minded, they're yeah. so frivolous. Yeah, and oh, they just like to take photos. That's all you do yeah. is just take photos. I mean, that, um, how, how hard can that be? And <laughs> it's just so much more complicated. And the it fact is. that you're writing, and I've done it a little bit when we take trips, but to sit down and write everything about it, then go back and link to all of it. Yes. And then there's so many avenues. We were talking about Pinterest, yeah. that's a big part. And it is, it's all so interactive, but I think that when someone trusts you and trusts your journey, then they're more likely to allow you to influence them or yeah. to trust what you're doing. And, I, and, um, and that you do it so consistently, and that's something that I've been telling Bella, and that's what you said earlier, yeah. like you showed up. Yeah. Sometimes success is just doing it when yes. you don't want to do it, yes. when you don't want to post, when you don't want to picture. Yes. And just knowing that you can come, that you're going to come through and you're going to always be there. Exactly. And I think sometimes with life, um, sometimes we just need to show up as hard as it can be. I mean, take your mental health days. You know what I mean? When it really gets right. hard, take your break. You know, I actually posted something Yesterday, it was like a meme about like sick days, you know, how back when we were little, it was like, oh my God, you got perfect attendance, you know? It almost feels like you can't take a day off because we're so mm -hmm. ingrained and just like always being there. You know, take the days when you need it, but if you can show up because that's where you really see the progress, especially in life or what you want to do. And the great thing about, I will say that this job is a blessing because it allows me to do what I love but also stay home, be a mom. So I'm, I'm a full-time working mom, but I have my ability to adjust my schedule based off of my family's needs. So that's a bonus. And yes. even if I I don't want to show up, I kind of have to for the kids, you know? Right. For the family to um, help grow our family, to help grow my business, to keep us going, to have the life that we want. And... Um, but when I do have a rough day, I'll even tell Instagram, I'm like, you know what, I'm not really feeling it today. Or I just took the morning off, you know, or I just, I need a break. And mo people now especially understand it. They're not mm -hmm. going to be like, if you don't tell them anything, I realize they will ask. They're like, right. I noticed you were gone you were yesterday. Kind of Are, you okay? yeah, Are you okay? Are you okay? Which is nice because they're like, I noticed she wasn't on. Is she okay? And um, 
So if I tell them, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this day off or I'm just going to be with my family, mm -hmm. everybody's so understanding. Like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to probably do the same. I get messages all the time like, that's a great idea. You know, tonight I'm going to completely turn shut off down. my phone, yeah. shut it off or delete mm -hmm. Instagram so I don't see any ding, 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 turn off my notifications and just be in the moment. So, yeah. <laughs> and Diego is super cool. Yeah. He is oftentimes in your videos. But as a person whose husband is oftentimes in my videos, yes. there are vacations and moments when yes. the family's like, I don't want to take a picture. I don't want yes. to do this. Yes. And then people have started liking Rob rolling his eyes because more men can relate to that. 100%. And but Diego seems happy all the time. He is. We do have our moments. My husband is very, Diego's an engineer, so he's very black and white. Yes. And we talked about this. I'm a freaking rainbow like I'm the polar opposite you know like yeah and we've had you know usually he's very good he loves what I do and he's so proud of what I've accomplished and what mm -hmm. I've been building and but sometimes we do get into you know bickering moments because he's like you can't sometimes I think we talked about this sometimes it's yeah. hard to turn it off because I if love it's to part share of my your life, whole life it's hard to know when not to share exactly and I I know personally, like, we both are, we actually had this conversation maybe two weeks ago because we got into a little argument because I, I had all this stuff right after Thanksgiving that weekend. I had so much work I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need your help this day because um, it's just a lot. And it involved the kids. And when with the kids, it can be really difficult. And right, because they don't want to do what you want them to do right yes, exactly, exactly at that moment. No, and I've, lately too, I've been, not including the kids in a lot of stuff because it's it's not what they signed up for you know they didn't ask to be taken photos or even if they get something cool like they just want to enjoy the toy and not actually take like oh can you sit down and take a picture real quick so i can show you know what i mean like and i get that and so we've had the conversation where um i'm very selective if i do i'm going to post the kids if it's something like an a paid partnership once a month max so that way they don't feel like i don't want them to feel pressured to do something that they didn't sign up for and same thing with Diego. He's like, we need to find a balance. Cause yeah. And with him too, he works, like he'll leave the house at five. He goes to work from 5.30 so he can be home by three. So usually when he gets home, I am like, okay, well, let me, he's home now. He can kind of help, let me work. But sometimes he thinks that when he gets off of work, that, that, you that should I should be, be off. Work. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Like I don't get, you know, eight hours of full work time to get my stuff done. Mm -hmm. I get maybe three to four hours depending on what I do in the day. So if I'm writing emails, if I'm creating content, if I'm making videos, I literally did two videos yesterday and that took two hours of my time because it's like one hour for the first one, one hour for the second one because you're having to, you know, make your house look nice or, you know, figure out where you're gonna do it, do my hair, do my makeup to get ready to shoot things and that already, and that's not even including editing the content and figuring, you know, how I want to it's just, it can be a, a lot. lot. And mm -hmm. so versus 40 hours of full time a week that he can get, I, I get maybe 20. So I usually stay up pretty late. I'll stay up until midnight sometimes, just responding to messages, DMs, editing videos on my headphones while he's sleeping next to me. Um, but there's always gotta be a balance. And I try and if, if I know it's gonna be busy, I just make it very clear. I'm like, it's gonna be busy and I need your help, you know? And currently right now, I don't have an assistant anymore, but I have an amazing management company, Lola and Ivy, who has 
I started with them in July and they truly have taken my business to the next level. Oh, I've wow. gotten, I've been able to get more partnerships with brands that I absolutely love and because they have an amazing roster of phenomenal women that I admire and I aspire to be too. And um, that has helped my business also alleviate any extra work that I need to do. Because just and finding the... Help is hard. Yeah, finding <laughs> the collaboration, setting it up, asking for the money. I yes. think that's the hardest part for me in our business. Sure. And as women, um, I think we struggle with that is I can get the people in and yeah. I can say what I like, but for me to do the financial part of it is really awkward. It is. Especially when you're, you're fighting close for to you. someone. Yes. And you know you need it for the business, you need it for your employees, you need it for yourself. But yeah. at the same time, you want to, and for us, it's it's Work. not a corporate situation, yes. so we can decide what the margin is, and yes. so it's um, and our margins are low. I yeah. think that's what a lot of people are surprised about too. Is like on handbags, we make twenty percent, and on yeah. watches, sometimes we just make five hundred dollars on a ten thousand dollar watch. Yeah. And then the other thing is explaining to your friend what your value is yeah. and, and your reach. That's the hard part too, because you. It's not a tangible. It's not tangible. And right now with blogging, it's very, it's all over the place. There's no set price. Like if you were to go to a corporate job, you're like, you know exactly kind of the tier trajectory mm -hmm. of everybody because you can Google it on LinkedIn or whatever. Like if you're a VP, you make 100 plus 150 depending on what business you're working in. Blogging, you can make, I mean, literally anything you can think mm -hmm. of. You know what I mean? I have friends that are like in the 300K range and they're making like 500 grand plus, you know, minimum, you know, and now like their husbands are working for them and the husbands aren't working because they're just, you know, the wife is now bringing in the money. So it's like, why does he have to work and he kind of just help? Or I have friends that are like multimillionaires, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it can, the sky is the limit. It really is. And um, that's the great thing about it because you can really dictate what you're what your value is, mm -hmm. but it's also hard because unless I'm glad I have Bolin Ivy because that has always been my hardest like push. Like I think I deserve more. And mm -hmm. Diego's very he's businessy, so he right. deals with and contracts he, yes. and he's black and white. He's like, no, that's I why think Rob and this. Eugene do all the buying. Yeah, and, yes. exactly. And we're like, what's the price for yes. this? Exactly. Because I was like, they're very clear about it, and they that doesn't they don't feel bad. It doesn't phase <laughs> him at all. So right. I'll sometimes I usually would have him look at the contracts. I'm like, uh -huh. something doesn't like. What do you think? He's like, you need to ask. He's like, always ask for more. Was it what he always told me? So I've always done that, but I'm always like, am I pushing it? Like, am yeah, I yeah, yeah. am I overstepping? But he's like, right. no, you ask. He's like, if you don't ask, you don't get. And if they say they can't afford it, they'll usually be like, well, we can't do this amount, but we can do this. You know, or like mm -hmm. if they tell you no completely, I'm like, well, where is your budget? Can you tell me your budget? And I'll tell you what I can offer you. So that way you're, the biggest thing was always making, asking them what it is versus what they can offer. So if, even if they lowball you, you're like, you know what? I usually charge about X amount. Do you think we can get there? Or I'm going to lower my you have to lower your expectations or requirements for what you're asking for. It's so true, and I go back to um, connection and collaboration really comes when you have a mutual trust and you both feel that you're getting a good thing. So yes. it could be a working relationship, it could be dating, it could be yes. friendship, but that you're both, that, that you feel like you're getting equal back for what you're giving 
someone. Yes. And that's, it's hard to always be able to have those conversations or even yes. to know what it is. Exactly. And with relationships, I feel personally, it's, I always feel it's important to give like a hundred, a hundred. It's yeah, always yeah, hard yeah. with businesses because it's like you truly, unless I've worked with them a couple times, mm -hmm. it's easier. It's always that first communication, that first email, mm -hmm. you know, what, yes. where Before are we you start know at? each other, yeah. that makes it so hard because it, they don't know that you're going to show up in such a significant way for them. Exactly. And, but the thing is, what's always great is that they reach out to you because they saw something in you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I always say, um, that you, you ask, just ask ask for what you think you deserve because mm -hmm. they reached out to you first. It wasn't the other way around, you right. know? Yes. So if they can't provide you with what, like there's gotta be a bargaining tool and uh -huh. if not, maybe at some point be like, you know what, okay, well right now it's not the right fit, but mm -hmm. if your budget is higher or if you can eliminate some of these mm -hmm. requests that you're asking, let's, let's work together, I would love to. So that way you're never burning a bridge in any sort of aspect, so. And there's also with the kids, we touched on this and we talked about it last week, it's so hard, I know for Bella, she works with us doing her eBay, yeah. she gets, and then we work with her where she could trade in and out, which is our business, we do yeah. it with our clients too. But they're so exposed to so much, yeah. and your kids are getting these things that they're able to use, Yes. and how do you not think and not get so attached to the monetary side of life, because we, are aware of that yeah and both of us I mean I grew up with nice things but I t couldn't go shopping and buy whatever I wanted yeah. like I had my first Chanel bag at 37 yeah you know it, it and it was effort and it was a plan and it was a goal yeah so let's talk about that balance so we definitely did talk about that last week and we've I've talked about this with Diego too because he sees the boxes and yeah, he his big thing is like there's another box coming in. I'm like, well, this is my business, but it sucks because it is our home too. I don't have a separate place just to, right. you know. And so my my office is my, <laughs> my you know my office. But so one thing that we've started to do is that if we, especially with the kids, if they get something for a partnership or even just a giftable item, we say you keep one thing, and then we donate the rest to children in need, whether it's to you know, or we gift it at, or give it to friends. Cause there has been a time, and we notice that too with our oldest daughter, she's five and a half, but it almost doesn't phase her when something new comes because she, yes, that something new will come at least if not weekly or bi-weekly from brands or even myself. Like I, I love to shop that it, it is, Right. You know, it is what it is. So if I see a cute shirt, I end up buying it. Whether or not it's five dollars, it's like my husband just sees like it's a it's another thing that they really don't need. She has lots of perfectly good shirts, you know. And growing up, we didn't have a lot. We really didn't. And we were lucky if my parents were like, you guys have fifty dollars to spend at Target right before school starts to get a couple of things, you know. And that was like and I think growing up that way. Mm -hmm. It has, I think that's also where my love for shopping and being able, I'm like, and now I can buy the things that I always wanted to. Not that I'm like, you know, a five-year-old girl wanting to shop and buy Chanel, but you know, <laughs> just being able, now I have the ability to, if I want something, I can go get it. I don't have to, you know, struggle to find it, which is a, is a blessing. But I forget that Sophia 
they're missing that they're part missing of the journey. that part of the journey where it's like okay you want this now you're gonna have to work for it so we started also doing like a piggy bank so if she does her bed in the morning if she helps with her brother if she you know helps fix um, the couches feed the dogs that sort of thing she gets money for it so whether it's a dollar here some change here and so I'm like, when you're ready, you want to buy a Barbie, then let's count the money and you buy what you want. So we've been kind of doing that um, the last maybe two months to kind of change it. Because I feel like once they hit five, they remember things. They know what's happening. They're very smart right. and intuitive. And when things do come in now, it's all about balance. And even if we do end up keeping things, we put it in the attic where they don't see it and they don't remember it. And when she is being good or she gets you don't get good grades in kindergarten, but like she right, learns right. new, you know, how to count to a hundred yes. or writes all the alphabet. Like if you get this or sleeps in her bed all night, you know, <laughs> you'll get, if you can sleep consistently in your bed for a week, then you will get like a new stuffed animal or something like that. Give them reasons to yeah, attain a goal. That, and some then, people call that um, bribing, but I call those yeah. incentives. And I, did I that do with, incentives. Yeah. We did that with the pacifier. I bought yeah. um, seven, of the Disney princess, all of the Disney princess Barbies, oh and every gosh, night, yes. and I showed them all to her, and every yeah. night she slept without the pacifier, then by the end of it, she was off of it. Yes. Um, but it, it took a while, and then we took them, we gave them to Mary at the, um, at uh, Mary's statue at the Catholic Church. Oh. And so we said Mary's gonna give them to the other kids, and so then after yes. that, she wanted to go to church all the time and go see where her pacifiers were. Oh. But you know the people cleaning the church were like, what yeah. are all these pacifiers yeah. doing at the feet of Mary? Hey, but it helps though. Yeah, it's just, it's all about perception, right, too? Like you gotta, when they're young, they're so impressionable, so we have yes. to remember that, yes, yeah, sometimes we're really blessed in certain things, but we also have to remember that there are so many kids that don't have these things. Right. So. If you're blessed, you also need to remember to give blessings as well. And that's right. really big. And the smaller they are, I feel like the more they'll grow into being that person that will always be giving and helpful. And I mean, that's what we try and do in our house. And even when we walk, we, we try and clean the environment. We always have a bucket. I'm sure you've seen it, a bucket. And we have those little pickup things and we clean up trash every single day oh, we go in that. the neighborhood just yeah. to so it's like those little things like helping the environment you know noticing that you don't need to have things all the time and if you do then help give it giving to, it away giving it right. away because you you know so it's now's a good time to just we're teaching her and i'm learning too to be like okay today we don't need that shirt i'm just gonna keep going you know i'll leave it in my cart or online or something like that but yeah and then you do those big sales uh, yes, the blogger with, sales. Yes, with girls, and I think that's a great idea because yes. you don't need to keep everything. No. And I'm very much one that's high-low, so I mix yes. um, luxury pieces with other things, and I love that you show that. So let's talk a little bit about yeah. fashion. I love yeah. this oversized blazer. Thank you. With these vegan leather shorts. Yes. Super sassy. So what are the trends you're loving for fall, and what are you... Faux leather. Mm -hmm. Faux leather is huge yes. um, in any way. A jacket, shorts. There are these amazing Abercrombie pants that I'm waiting for it to go back, but they're like faux leather straight leg mm -hmm. pants that are stunning. Um, when I had my birthday dinner last week, the whole bunch of blogger mm -hmm. girls, literally probably seven out of ten of us were all in like faux leather something, whether it was a dress, a skirt. That. That, yeah. is, that I think is going to be the huge thing for um, for just the trends this uh winter but all of it too like I like to 
I don't, when it comes to my high-low, I try and keep like my accessories or my bags or my high pieces and mm -hmm. then clothing is from everywhere. This blazer is actually from Target, but it looks... Oh, you do such a good job with Target. I Target. love it when you like bring yes. a whole bag in and you just do the put whole together. Try on. Yes. yes, and people, and that's also, you can have, it's affordable fashion, but it's like also better quality, you know, yes. versus like a... Forever 21, Forever 21 has amazing stuff. And the price point is awesome, but I feel like you can also look very high without the price point. That's always been mm -hmm. my thing. Um, Tank is Nordstrom, and these are actually from Amazon. For like no dollars these shorts. And wow. then Steve Madden shoes. But I love to like mix and match and, and do all that stuff. Cause you can, when, you can put a whole outfit together and look very expensive, but it can maybe be less than $100 for a really cute outfit that you can put together multiple And then ways. you put on your vintage Chanel bag from the Vintage Contessa. Yes, and exactly. Earrings. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so um, that was actually my style story. Yeah. We um, invested, my dad, we had our own business. We had to put a lot of yeah, money into our business, the marble and granite. Yeah. And just like us, we have inventory, and but I can use a handbag where I couldn't use a slab of marble yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go enjoy it. Exactly. But, um, we would shop. Uh, my mom and I were at the discount stores carrying yeah. our Gucci bags he would gift us, yes. and that was the story. And so much with the oh, way amazing. that I yeah. grew um, in my um, style and what helped me really understand the value of buying pre-owned. I think that's a part of it, too, yes. is the environment. So... For um, holiday gifts, do you have some tips for people of things that are hot for kids or yes. for the men in your life and for you? So I have actually a whole bunch of gift guides on um, my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I also, if you follow me on Like to Know It, there's a Like to Know It app and all the gift guides are there. I have everything from mother and father-in-laws to um, children from multiple age ranges to teens to your husbands to the athletic guy to the you know businessy guy anything that you can name um, for the kids so I usually kind of base it off of my own children so Sophia mm -hmm. she loves to craft like crafting is her thing writing notes to people making friends bracelets like every single day it's, yesterday she got we got envelopes you know sometimes people send envelopes in the in um, the mail with like People, it's like kids from like St. Jude's, kids will draw. Uh, yeah. And so they send these envelopes. So Sophia wrote every single one of her classmates like a little letter. And so anything that we can craft, she absolutely loves. Um, my son loves sports. So balls, footballs, baseballs, yes. so anything kind of sports related. So at his age, I usually gift like little basketball things and stuff like that. But, and for the women in your life, I feel, I love cozy things. Yes. So like a plush robe, some slippers, bath bombs, things that I will actually use mm -hmm. or, you know, gift cards to places that I love. Um, a lot of my girlfriends did my favorite nail salons, my massage place, because self-care is also a big thing for me. So anything where we can just sit back and relax and right. enjoy is something that I will always share. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I encourage people that if they're watching this after it being live, that you're constantly, you're giving trip advice, no matter what the season is, you're giving people kind of the basics and outlining things. Yeah. And I think it's great. We said this too, even though we are fashionistas and we love it, we, I go to Pinterest, I go to your feed, I can be inspired by looking yes. at others. 
and we all are kind of in this together and I think it's great and it's yeah. such a good community I feel really blessed that um, I haven't always felt welcome or um, and I think people are surprised by that but not every community you go into that do you feel welcomed or a part of yeah. and this Houston influencer community is pretty exceptional and amazing. I, I will completely agree with you on that. I've, with this community, we're so strong too. We've, a lot of us that are still doing it have been doing it together for mm -hmm. the last five to seven years. And from going to fashion weeks to going to the reward style conferences with bloggers all throughout the country, even just talking to them, they are always so surprised how tight knit Houston or even just Texas in general like Dallas mm -hmm. is a really big one mm -hmm. but they'll be like we're in LA and LA people are like you do you I do me like we don't we don't there isn't like you know hey we have group texts we're like hey is anybody free to I have to shoot some stuff do you need to shoot something like we can meet up we'll go get lunch and we'll shoot some looks like that's apparently it's not very common in other places or there's cities that don't have a big blogger community in Houston mm -hmm. We're so, I mean, we're what, the third largest city in the U.S. There's so mm -hmm. much stuff happening all the time, and it's amazing. And so to have so many girls that also love fashion, that are willing to, you know, share tips and tricks into blogging, to um, wanting to invest in helping you grow your, you know, your business, I feel like no one's really... There used to be a lot of competition back in the day, like when I very first started. Mm -hmm. um, there was like, I feel like there was kind of like two groups of Houston bloggers, mm -hmm. if you could say. And um, some of them could be very not so nice. Mm -hmm. um, but thankfully, I'm in the nicer group of the exactly. girls, you know, so that's, and, um, but you kind of just have to, ultimately your, your blog is about you, right? And hopefully you're lucky enough to find a group of girls or people that will be behind you and support mm -hmm. you always and that's the most amazing thing about the blogger community here I have some of my best girlfriends are all bloggers because they they relate to my life so much right. from work wise to a similar walk exactly to family life to trying to balance it all wife mm -hmm. mother business older creative you know and sometimes I'll message them and be like which photo should I use as my post you know, mm -hmm. does this caption sound right? Um, do you have any other tips that I should include in here? And I'll just tag you in it, you know, or even reposting things that they do. I'm like, to show my support in them, clicking their links on their ads because I know how hard it is. Like yeah. when people see ads, they're like, they just bypass anything that you work on, you know, because, mm -hmm. but bloggers understand it. They're like, this is how she makes her money. You know, this is how she grows her business. So just those little support systems are always the best. I'm very thankful for them for sure. Well, we're thankful for oh, you gosh. and our relationship. Oh my gosh, me too. Like, Danae, I've known you for, yeah, I literally, I think I met you after I had Sophia. So five to six years ago, and you have always been literally such a blessing in this community. And you have no idea how much, not only just bloggers, but people in general love you and what oh. you're doing. And you're so women, you're all about women empowerment and living your authentic life. And we couldn't do this life without you, honestly. And we appreciate you always keeping us in mind for so many amazing events and things that you have going on. So 
thank you from the bottom of our hearts just for always being oh, so amazing so and sweet. we love you and I so well, look forward to. Well, I think if everyone looked at life about how they could build each other up, we would all, and so it's not just about having you guys there for an experience and how it's going to help me. If I create experiences that are opportunities for yeah. people, then everyone succeeds. And if we all looked at life in that way, yeah. there would be so much more success. I agree. And I feel like as I think we talked about this last week too, that women in general, sometimes we forget that. Yes. We sometimes feel like it's always a competition. Right. Um, but if we were to just help each other, like, cause we're each our own individual person. Yeah. Like if you put five girls, like if we were to style five outfits, every single girl would have a different look on how they did it. You know, it's the same thing with business. Like you are not the, we are not the same, but we yes. both love sharing similar things. You know, like we are each our own individual person. So why it's not like somebody's trying to take away from me, you know, let her shine, let her have her moment. Cause my time will come eventually if that's the case, you know, like we just uh, support each yes. other and be there for each other. And if you can't, you know, be excited for somebody, then just, be like, you know what, good for her and just move, move on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like but be yeah, we're all we're all women trying our hardest to do it all, you know? So why can't we support each other and be like, you go girl. You got this. Amen. <laughs> Take the village. For well sure. thanks guys. Keep on living the authentic life.